0: Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, shop consistently and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram, at lovely comms that's l-o-v-e double double the l means double the life facebook lovely communications and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community the live and love your brand facebook group of course make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops i can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity build confidence and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognises Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. From here on your Country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome back to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast. I am joined today by the incredible and gifted and kind and connected, wonderful person that is Peace Mitchell. Peace is the co-founder of the Women's Business School, Osman Pranur and Women Changing the World Press. She's also the chair of Rye Trent International Board of Directors and the Australian Ambassador of Women in Tech. Peace is uh, an international keynote speaker. She's done, been done a TEDx talk. She's a best-selling author. I mean, you do wonder how she has time to do anything. She's also a mother to four wonderful children and a just a generous, generous community member. And what we're talking about today is connection. And Peace and I met through PR uh, when I was doing PR for the Osman Pranour Awards many years ago, but actually really connected on a writer's retreat. And I already knew about the Osman Pranour Network, but uh, the generosity of Peace and her sister Katie Garner, who run Osman Pranour, is next level. And Peace credits a lot of her success uh, to Connection, and it's what her Ted Wood talk was even about. So we're going to explore a lot more of that in this episode today and the importance of connection in business, but the importance of connection for you as a human and as a person. So please join me in welcoming this incredible woman to the podcast today. Hello and welcome to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast, Peace Mitchell.
1: Oh, Emma, it's so lovely to be here and chatting with you today. I'm really looking forward to being on the show. Thank you
0: so much. Now, I love to open with a tough question, uh, but who are
1: you? That is a tough question. Who am I? I am Peace Mitchell. I am co-founder of Oz Mompreneur, the Women's Business School and Women Changing the World Press. I'm also the chairwoman of I Trent International Foundation, an incredible foundation which is investing in girls' education in rural Zimbabwe, which I'm super passionate about. I'm also the Australian Ambassador of Women in Tech. I'm very passionate about connecting women from Australia with international opportunities and the learnings that we can get from sharing with other countries and hearing their experiences. I'm also an investor, something that I'm really proud of of investing in women's businesses because I believe that we need to back other women and support other women to get their ideas out into the world. I'm also an author. I've written a number of books. Most of the books that I've written have been collaborations and anthologies. I'm all about women supporting women and connecting women, and anthologies are are really a beautiful way to come together in sisterhood and co-create something magical. So uh, I've written a number of books, but I have my own book coming out soon i'm writing it at the moment so that's something exciting as well i'm also the queensland ambassador for women's entrepreneurship day which is in the 19th of november and a day that is celebrated globally and i'm also a mom of four so (laughs) that's something very close to my heart i have four beautiful children um, three sons and a daughter and yeah my life is pretty full yeah, I was going to say, in your spare
0: time, you're a mum. <laughs> just, I'll just add that one at the end. I love, I love that, um, you know, sometimes people open with that and, you know, the, you run an, you know, an organisation and a network called Osmumpreneur, but um, mm. I do love that you opened with who you are and that you started with your name um, as well as your many wonderful contributions. And I can see right behind you, you've got two of your books and they're such a great message, Back Yourself and the Women Changing the World. It is absolutely what your community is full of. So, um, how did you start AusMum? mum? What were you doing before mm-hmm. um, before that, and what's your sort of background?
1: So, when I started my career, I'm a teacher by trade. So, I've worked in schools in Ireland and obviously in Australia as well. And when I had my first baby, I realised that. I wanted to spend time with him, and I did return to teaching. I went back into the classroom um, working part-time, but what I realised was that I'd get home after a day of teaching and I'd be so exhausted from giving my energy and excitement to other people's kids. I'd spend a whole day giving them all of the love and, and joy and encouragement, and then I'd get home to my own precious baby and be too tired to have that time with him. And I realized there had to be a better way. And so I knew that starting an online business would be a way that I could create a lifestyle at work that had that sense of flexibility and more family time and that I could structure um, and balance that time in a better way. Uh, it's been quite a journey, though, to get from that idea to where I am today. And that baby is now 22 years old, so it has been quite a journey yes. along the way. and. In the early days, I started um, a few different businesses that just didn't work out. Um, My first business was a bikini business where I was, um, I went into the fashion industry with no experience, no connections and no support and that business failed and I really do believe that that isolation that I felt and not having people I could trust around me who I could ask for help is the reason that business failed. And I guess that is one of the reasons why my sister and I co-founded Osmopreneur, because we knew that there were other women exactly like us who had young children, but also had these incredible ambitions and vision and drive and were very entrepreneurial and wanted to start businesses, but were feeling isolated and didn't have the support and connections that they needed to get these businesses off the ground and running successfully. And so Osmopreneur is all about that. It's about creating a community of other women who get it, women who also have young children. They're raising kids. They're starting businesses from scratch. They've got these big ideas and dreams for what they want to do and the determination to get there. And Osmop provides that sense of community and support. So, we started Osmopreneur back in 2009, so 13 years ago now. And it's just grown and blossomed over that time. And the whole mompreneur industry really has as well. Um, 2009 was around the same time as Facebook was becoming mainstream and social media. And women were recognizing that they could start online businesses and run them from home and have that flexibility that they were looking for. I think. Before that, it was harder to start uh, an online business. And I remember back when we were starting out that if you told people you were running a home-based business, they thought it was a bit of a joke and it wasn't Mm -hmm. a real thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that when I used to talk to local people about my online business, they thought I was talking about my imaginary friends. It was just, (laughs) it was such a strange concept. But it really has become well accepted now and we're seeing lots and lots of Women running businesses from home very successfully. And the Osmopreneur Awards, we started that because we wanted to challenge that stereotype that home based business was just a hobby mm. um, and that women weren't running serious businesses when really they are. And there's women who are running global brands and multi million dollar empires that started from home and they really do need to be taken seriously. Um, Because they're certainly contributing to the economy and they're providing employment opportunities and bringing so many benefits to not just themselves and their own family, but to the wider community and Australia as a whole as well. So, yeah, that's that's how it all began, though, just with that vision to create a different life for myself, what the life that I was living was not working for me and my family. And so. I decided to start exploring a different way of making it work. And I do, I have, I've achieved that. I do have a a beautiful business that has supported me and and our family over the years. And we've helped thousands of Australian women with their businesses as well. And now women internationally. So I do love what we do. And Osmopreneur has been such a big part of that journey. Well, it's incredible,
0: and it is is interesting what you say, and especially after the last two years, how that um, view of home working from home has changed. Like we used to be unique and cool and unusual these strange creatures uh, who work still from home, cool, the digital nomad, and uh, you know, oh, you work from. I used to be like, what do you do? They're like, what do you do all day? Like I would watch TV, and it's like, well, it's a really simple equation. If I don't work, if I don't deliver to the client, I don't make money. It's, uh, you know, that's how the business works. And it's like, how do people know that you're working? I was like, well, either I give them work or I don't. Like, it's pretty, you know, it, it wouldn't be a business lasting very long. Um, and it's funny because I, I started around the same time. So, yeah. yeah, it just, you spend so much of, you spent so much of your time explaining what you did, and that you know, like, but what do you do? What do you do? Like, where's your office? It's like, no, I don't have an office. I have a laptop. It's it's fine. Don't worry about me. And when I travel, people are like, how do you travel? And I was like, I don't think you understand. I, business does quite well. <laughs> I do quite well making money for myself. um and So it's really nice to have that a bit better understood, and for people to recognise that, and especially people who do. um When I did more freelancing and contracting, that. You you know I am legitimate, I am serious, and i don't have to come to your office in order to show you that i'm doing your work and you don't know, we don't have to have a meeting uh you know that that traditional old school way of um doing business, although being together is lovely, but it doesn't have to be um in a room and we don't have to be jet setting and flying all around just to make um business happen but Uh, I actually came into contact with Ausmum many, many years ago before I was a mum. So I'm now a proud member of this Ausmumpreneur community since January last year. But 2011 or 12, I think it was, I was subcontracting. I want to say, yeah, I want to say 11 or 12. Subcontracting to a wonderful PR agency friend and she was doing the PR for you. And so I learned about Ausmumpreneur way back then, this Mumpreneur term. Um, not it was nowhere, I was nowhere near that world um, at that time. But, you know, then things go sort of full circle. And then I got to catch up with you on a writing retreat at the end of uh, 2020 when I was heavily pregnant. And I experienced that wonderful mentoring and community firsthand from both of you right away. It was so encouraging um, and so supportive and showed me that it is possible. I was very scared for my business. Um, And I was probably in a different position. I think maybe some people um, come to you, come to Osmondpreneur and they have been a mum and then started a business. I think it is a different position when you've been a business owner and then you become a Mm. mum. The baby was the business. (laughs) So, uh, you know, my, yeah, it came from a different place. So it's been a big shift for me in terms of how I think about my business and work. And it's been so lovely to be surrounded by people who get it.
1: I think that that sense of support and being surrounded by other like-minded people is really important as entrepreneurs because, it, you know, it can be so isolating and having someone who you can talk to and share the challenges with is really important because not everyone in your friends and family will get it. If they haven't run businesses, mm-hmm. then it's it's completely different and it's yeah. I think it's always important to have other people around you who you can talk to, who you can be honest and open with and, and share your challenges with, but also share your wins along the way too, to have that cheer squad to motivate you and keep you going because it's it's too hard to do everything on your own.
0: And the awards are phenomenal. Like, And I think, you know, I shared my nomination the other week and people really recognise, like, that is a time when people, I think it does really legitimise your business and people really go, oh, wow, she's doing things even though you're sharing content all the time and talking about your business all the time. It's like, oh, no, she's actually like, you know, some other outside person has said she's great. Therefore, yes. But, you know, so it is really nice. But it's, as you say, after going to the awards and after being, you know, becoming a part of this community, we now have this wonderful chat group and there is the wonderful Facebook group as well where where people just are sharing we probably would be seeing a smaller wins. Some of the big, some are big wins too. But to have people that actually understand what that means, someone sharing that with a family member or a friend, yes, they they wouldn't necessarily know that that's been a challenge or or how difficult that can be to do. Or you know, they just just get it. So it's really nice having that group of women going, "Yes, you, well done, yay!" And that safe space. It's been beautiful
1: yeah thank you yeah i love our community they're just such beautiful and encouraging people and always generous and and wanting to help each other i think that's really special and you don't always get that in an online community sometimes it can be quite cutthroat out there some of those facebook groups but ours has always had a very positive vibe and encouraging and supportive community and we've cultivated that from the start we've really set those guidelines in place that this was a place where we would lift each other up, not tear each other down. And, yeah, we've, we've managed to maintain that. And I think it's through organic growth we didn't try and grow too quickly. I've seen other groups oh. that have grown really fast and not stayed on top of the culture and, and how they wanted the place to feel. And then as a result it can be quite toxic. But our community has grown and the guidelines have been there for how we wanted it to feel, and that's that's what it is today. But everyone—it's
0: like it's seventy thousand.
1: Awesome. Yeah, it's huge.
0: <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I mean, I know like it's grown over time, but still, that's you know like seven thousand or five thousand people a year. Like that's that's still a lot of people to hold, and for people to get that vibe. But I do see that there are some wonderful people like Robin, um, who are ambassadors and. You know, you know, unofficial ambassadors who have taken that message and really, I guess, championed it and act on Osman Prino's behalf, um, so that people do get that vibe. And any anyone who sees behaviour that is not aligned with that, it's pretty quickly, you know, stamped out. So, which is <laughs> really good. But how has um, you know, you said you're you've a member of so many things and you've created these businesses, but are these other organisations outside and become ambassador for a number of things. How has that connection piece helped you in that respect?
1: The connection to international organisations. Yeah,
0: and and even, you know, becoming the ambassador for Queensland, you know, Entrepreneurship
1: Day and things like that. Yeah. So for me, the last few years I've really been called to create a more global platform. And so for me, being part of these global organisations is helping me get closer to that dream. And, yeah, I love my involvement with each of these organisations for, for different reasons. So the Terry I Trent International Foundation, I've just been appointed chairwoman quite recently for that one. Um, and I'm going across to Zimbabwe to visit the schools in July oh. this year, which is so exciting. Um, and that, you know, I've always felt passionate about giving back, and so this this work that I'm doing with that organisation is very much about paying it forward and and giving back and investing in the future. Um, my connection with women in tech that's more at a business level, I guess. Those connections are. Um, entrepreneurs and women working in the tech space at a really high level from all around the world. And so they're very interesting people. Um, There's different perspectives and ideas and the work that they're doing is really exciting. And so I love being surrounded with that and connected with that because, you know, we live in Australia and we are quite a long way from the rest of the world and our time zones don't line up with Europe. At all. No, and so, no. And so we do miss out on that sense of connection that, that they have. And so that's why women in tech for me was important. I wanted to bring that level of connection for Australian women to be able to connect with things that are happening at a global level level because there's all sorts of exciting things happening which we kind of miss out on a bit because we're down on our lovely island down over here in the Pacific. And so that's that relationship with women in tech. Um, I became the Australian ambassador in 2019. And yeah, I really enjoy that. And I'm going across to the Women in Tech annual summit in Paris in a couple of weeks time. So I'm so excited to be meeting up with the other chapter ambassadors and meeting a whole host of new people as well. Um, so that's really exciting, and then the other organization I'm part of is we do, and that's a celebration of women entrepreneurs globally so all around the world we all come together on the nineteenth of November and host events for each each country each chapter ambassador puts together different events and they can be in person or online and I just love that we're part of a global celebration of women in entrepreneurship and again it's those connections that I'm making through this organization with the other chapter ambassadors which is really exciting to me
0: it sounds like through that connection as well and especially Mm. you know you said this is a call for you Mm. this is connecting to some you know back to yourself as well and it's a real connection time for you to be doing what your heart is calling you to do
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, my word for the year this year is amplify, and Mm. that's about amplifying women's voices. And so through our books, I'm doing that, creating a platform through our podcast as well, through, you know, the author, even the book book launches that we do and interviewing each of the authors, amplifying those voices. But it's also about amplifying my voice and being part of these organisations. I'm now getting invited to all kinds of different opportunities so as part of the women in tech event happening in a few weeks i'm speaking at the australian embassy to france like that's an incredible opportunity and and you know i'm speaking internationally now and and things like that so sometimes volunteering and giving your time seems like it's an extra thing to do and it's a lot of work and you're not being paid but the opportunities and unexpected outcomes that can result, and the connections and new doors that can open, can be so valuable and, and worthwhile. And I think putting yourself forward and, and helping others to work on things, you know, we're working on gender equality with mm. women. It's a really important thing to be doing and, and has so many benefits.
0: But that's about giving back as well. And that, that is something that, as a business owner, you know that's that you want to do, and obviously personally as well. And it's something that I see in the osmanpreneur community: it's the generosity, um, generosity of information, of sharing of support, and you know, there's all this sort of know your worth and that sort of thing. And it's like, yeah, well, I can know my worth and still be generous and still give back. Um, obviously, there's a line of how much time you can give and energy you have, yes. but I think. Having an element of give back um, and paying it forward can always be part of our businesses and our lives. I and you do so. that you do that so beautifully, both you and, and Katie. I love, I watch you at the Osman Pranur Awards, and the things that people say, obviously the thank you, but you two just stand with your hands on your heart and you can just see the love and the cup that 's filled from that, and the genuine care that you have for this community, like the genuine joy and, and care like i there 's a photo of the two of you like leaning your head and holding your hearts and with these beautiful glittery dresses and I just
1: I love that photo because it it 's so you ah, uh, thank you so much thank you I love it I do love our community, and I genuinely love cheering other women on because I believe when other women succeed we all do it, it we all rise together and so the awards are just such a beautiful way to celebrate and acknowledge and recognize women and the incredible work that they do so many of of them are unsung heroes you know uh-huh. overcoming challenges that we often know nothing about um behind the scenes and yeah to be be there and celebrate them, and and recognize them, and be there in that moment when they step into the light and they give their acceptance speech. It's it's truly an honor. Mm-hmm. I just I absolutely love it. You know, last year's awards, we um, two women had standing ovations, and it. You know, if you could bottle that feeling, mm-hmm. the energy in the room when. Yeah, when everyone stands up together and applauds someone else. It's really, it's really powerful. It's, it's very
0: selfless. And there's this like pride in that person that you don't really even know that that well, but um, you know, as having spent a little bit of time together. But even then you just you feel so proud and um just yeah, generally like selfless out, outside of yourself. You just you can just feel completely send love and congratulations and to that person and and they get that moment and one of those people was obviously um, Cass Jones who won the Overcoming the Odds Award and she was a standout from those few days in that as well she came there not feeling deserving and not feeling like she fit in Um, and then through connection through her genuine interest in others and her putting herself, you know, forward to just to make those connections and to meet people and to have interactions, which were also beautiful. We got to know her. And then, you know, to have that moment with her where she got to really, you know, just see, reflect on all that she'd overcome. And then to sadly, we lost her in January um, to an illness. And, uh, you know, so something beautiful that has come out of that is us getting to partner together together and I'm I'm so grateful again for your generosity and um, you know having that that structure that allowed us to offer a scholarship. So we offered the um, we called it Overcoming the Odds Scholarship as well uh, in honor of Cass Jones, and we had two women win it. So they get to have six months with the Women's Business School and six months of coaching um, with me in the in the Brand Builders Program. So I think I love being able to give back and. I just think everything that Cass stood for is is what you talk about and what you want to see, what we get from Osmum.
1: Yeah, it's so special, and I and yeah, thank you so much for partnering with us in in offering that opportunity because I feel like it's the ripple effect of Cass's legacy. She was such a generous and kind person. She worked with disadvantaged youth and um, through her business, and she just was like you said, she met people and within a short amount of time, she took the time to listen to them and and hear their stories. And when I listened back and watched back her acceptance speech, she was so humble and she acknowledged everyone in the room in her acceptance speech. And she was such a a special person. And so I feel so glad that we're able to honour her and that ripple effect of, of her generous spirit can continue through the recipients of the scholarship. They now get to, you know, work with you and go through the Women's Business School and, and pay it forward. So, yeah, it's really beautiful.
0: That's wonderful. And on that connection piece, again, you got to do a TED Talk um, on that very topic. So how did that come to be? And and I guess, you know, just a little brief, and we're happy to put it in the show notes as well so people can go and watch.
1: Mm. So uh doing a TED talk had been on my vision board for many many years and the opportunity came up in 2020 and I think you know it was a global pandemic and There weren't that many opportunities for live events, but I was so fortunate that um, I live in regional Australia and in Queensland, and I was able to attend an event in person and speak on the stage. Um, But I'll tell you, that journey to doing my TED Talk wasn't an easy one. I had to confront all sorts of limiting beliefs and self-doubt, even in, you know, in every aspect of it. So from writing my speech um, to rehearsing it and to performing it on the day. There was so many blocks and self, self-doubt that I had to overcome. And I, I thought that I was, you know, I thought I was past that because mm-hmm. I've been doing public speaking for years. We've had our business 13 years. We held the Osman Printer Awards every year and I'm on stage, I'm presenting, there's 500 people in the room. You know, we live streamed to 30,000 in 2020 and then I got on the stage and there's 100 people there But I was so nervous because the TED brand is such a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm now in the same, well, not in the same league, but I've spoken on, on the TED platform, which is the same platform that people like Elizabeth Gilbert and Brene Brown and Tara Trent and so many incredible people, Amy Cuddy, um, have given TED Talks. And I wanted it to be really special and, uh, and a really unique and important message. And so I did invest a lot of time and energy into polishing it and bringing it together and I reached out to lots of people and one of the things I talk about in my TED talk is about asking for help and I did I, I reached out okay. to of people yeah. yeah I did I had to get help with writing writing it I got help with rehearsing I get I had someone gave me a custom meditation that she sent through which she like written and spoke just for me in a recording um, visualising myself on the stage and how it would feel at the end when the audience applauded and, like, drinking in that moment. And so, yeah, I had a lot of support from friends and family along the way. So even though, you know, on the day when you're out there and you're standing on, on that stage and you're all on your own, I could feel, I could literally feel my community around me and um, watching in the audience or else, you know, the recording And so that was really beautiful as well, because my topic was, of course, the connection economy. So to feel that sense of connection, even though I was standing alone, I think there's something in that. There's, yeah, we're always, even when we feel alone in our darkest moments, we're not alone. There's always someone we can reach out to who will support us or help us or encourage us to keep going. Well, I am so grateful to have you
0: in my circle for that. And uh, I know there are thousands of other women who feel the same and uh, yeah thank you so much for sharing with us and we would, I will definitely share the link to that wonderful TED talk but how are the other ways or what, what are the other ways that we can connect with you Peace?
1: Sure well social media is a big one for me I'm on LinkedIn that's Peace Mitchell uh, we also have The pages, so Osmopreneur, Women Changing the World Press and the Women's Business School at LinkedIn, at Instagram and at Facebook. And then, of course, our websites, osmopreneur.com and thewomensbusinessschool.com. But thank you so much, Emma. It's just been such a delight being on the show with you and having this conversation today.
0: We must also mention that the Osman Pranil Awards are currently open for nominations. So when, how long are they open, when do they close?
1: What do we do? How do we get involved? Yes, 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 yes. So please nominate your business. Don't be shy or the Businesses of Women You Admire. The nominations close on the 20th of June, so we've still got a few weeks to go. And this year we're offering, if for people who nominate 10 women or more, they go into the draw to win a ticket to the conference, which is going to be absolutely incredible. We are going to Sydney. We've got two days in Sydney for the Osmopreneur Conference and awards. And we have incredible speakers who are coming along this year, so it's going to be amazing.
0: Yes, I've booked in. I'm coming. I will be there and I will also be nominating. Um, I was nominated, which is a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful gesture, and um, I want to pay that forward too because, yeah, there are a hell of a lot of wonderful businesswomen that I know who, are, who will not put themselves forward, so happy to nominate them so that they can be in it too. Thank you for all that you do and the beautiful community um, and the connection that we have as well.
1: Oh, Thank you so much, Emma.
0: Thank you for joining me today for another episode of live and love your brand. I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you leave a review, rate this podcast and subscribe. It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. You can connect with me on Instagram at Lovely comms, Facebook, Lovely Communications. And please do join the gorgeous community, Live and Love Your Brand, our Facebook group. Or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand, then head on over to lovelycommunications.com. Again, Lovely is L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, communications.com to learn how you can work with me my clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of. From starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life, they have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.